You drink. The Bible says, even it says, drink big droughts of his spirit. Amen. And then you, you sow. You sow seed unto the Lord. Come on, tithes and offerings, love offerings. You, you give. But when you leave out of here, you don't wake up the next day broke, busted, disgusted, in bed with someone else. The joy of the Lord is real. The peace of God. Amen. So I said all that to say that, you know, it's exciting to be in the house of the Lord. It's exciting to praise the Lord. It's exciting to worship him. Amen. Give unto him. Like Pastor Jess said, give him your best. Hallelujah. He did not withhold anything from us. We can't, we shouldn't withhold anything from him. We should give him our best. Amen. And guard yourself that you never do anything different than that, than, than making up your mind. I've come to worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I'm going to, he gave me his best. He, I'm going to give him my best, my best praise, my best service, my best shout. Hallelujah. Who came to give him his best? Hey. Glory to God. You sound great this morning. We had a great week. We had a great week. I think that's what, there's so much excitement in the house. We had an awesome week uh, impacting lives in this hot summer, <laughs> brutal Houston, Texas weather. 470 people showed up this week to get blessed and to hear the good news of the gospel. 470 people and 270 people said yes to receive Jesus Christ. Come on, 270 people that will never be the same in Jesus' mighty name. I want to thank everybody that was a part of, 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 of working and gathering in the end time harvest. Whether you were there, whether you sow seed. In whatever way you connected yourself, 270 people will never be the same. Well, 470 that heard because it matters when you hear. Amen. Some respond, some don't. But that's not, a, that's not between us and them. That's between them and God. But 270 did respond and said yes to Jesus. And we believe that one waters, the other one plants. And God ultimately is the one that will give the increase and we were here even Saturday morning praying for the, the, the souls that came into the kingdom of God. Amen. That they have been foreverly, eternity, eternally marked by the gospel that has the power to turn any life around, any situation around. Amen. And uh, don't miss next Sunday. Don't miss next Sunday because we have our back to school bash. This is for everybody. You know, we're going to have giveaways. We're going to have a grand prize, an iPad. We're going to have cash giveaway, gift card giveaway. How many can use that for your children? Or maybe if you're, you might say, I'm good, Pastor Sandy. Well, invite somebody. Most people won't come to church, but if you tell them there's going to be cash giveaway, there's going to be prize giveaways, hey, they'll come. But you know what? They're going to get, get, have an opportunity to receive the greatest gift, and his name is Jesus. Amen. I'm telling you, by the time they leave out of here, they don't care about the gift giveaways, nothing. All they care is that their life was changed. Amen. And we want to thank Northwest Dodge. 
Because Northwest Dodge, which uh, Kara, would you stand up, Kara? She, she's, um, she works at Northwest Dodge. And uh, they partnered with us in, 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 in seeing the community shaken by the power of God. They know what we're doing, and they say we want to be a part of impacting lives. How awesome is that? And they're saying it's just the beginning. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hey, we've, God is good. Amen. So on that note, next Sunday, there's going to be a car giveaway. Would you put the, the, the picture of the vehicle there? Just in, so people, there it is. It's a Dodge Journey. I mean, it's like clean. Somebody say clean. It's clean, new tires, tinted windows, spotless on the inside. Yeah, and they have it loaded up. There's a lot of stuff in the back of the trunk. And so, woo! Praise God. And they're also, uh, there's also, they've also given uh, backpacks loaded with school supplies. It's going to be awesome. Amen. So, anybody can participate on the, on the car giveaway. You know, I believe... I, believe you have to have a valid driver's license so um who would like to win amen i mean they took it to the outreach and that car got so un i mean people laid hands on it and everything i was like let it be done unto you according to your faith okay <laughs> but somebody's gonna somebody's gonna leave blessed happy thank you northwest dodge thank you so much and thank you for everybody that has sown and been a part you know, I want to tell you, this is good ground. You know, I don't think we announced it enough, but this, meant, this church feeds 500 children a month through Lester Summerall's ministry. We've been doing that for years, and we're about to up that to 1,000 children a month. I haven't told Peter. So you're a part of what God is doing. Amen through this ministry, and, and you're sowing in good ground, praise the Lord. And so don't miss, invite, invite, it's going to be awesome. I believe we have one more video that we're going to show, and it's, how many of you know that Ignite Youth went to camp two weeks ago? They had an amazing time. Listen, what happened there, it was life-changing, and we cannot, you know, we cannot take that for granted our kids were marked at another level, praise the Lord, and, and God did amazing things in their lives, and maybe hopefully we'll hear some testimonies tonight, but it's going to be good. Um, let's, let's, let, they have a video that they put together. If they have that ready, they can go ahead and play just to show you what took place, and um, no? All right, well. Next time I get a text, it's ready. <laughs> Have you brought your Bibles this morning? We'll show it tonight. We'll show it tonight. I want you to open up your Bibles to the book of 2 Timothy. Ooh. 2 Timothy. Chapter 3. Praise the name of the Lord. Uh, we'll begin in verse 
10 to get to 16. When you find it, say amen. I'm going to read it out of the King James, but I like it better than the NLT, but the verse I want to get to has the word that I want. How many of you know the power of God is in the gospel of God? I mean, if you were here last Sunday with Preacher Jay, how many of you were blessed? Powerful. The, the, he preached on the gospel of God and the gospel of Paul. And uh, if you missed it, you can go miss it. You can go back and, and watch it. But I love, and I've heard it said before, that the, um, the, 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 the tri- he called it the triangle miracle. The triangle uh, recipe to receive your miracle. Amen. And that's the gospel being preached. The gospel being believed and the gospel being confirmed by God himself. So when we hear the gospel and we believe the gospel, then God comes in and makes his word good in our lives. And the Bible has everything that we need. Any area of life. The, the Bible is not just for you to go into ministry. The gospel is for every area of your life. Amen. And when you receive it and believe it without any doubt, the Bible says that God is actively watching over his word to perform it to actualize it he does the supernatural part so that we can see what he says we can have in our lives isn't that awesome in second timothy chapter 3 beginning in verse 10 it says but thou hast fully known my doctrine manner of life purpose faith long-suffering charity patience persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch. This is the Apostle Paul talking to Timothy. And then he says at uh, Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endure. But then he says this, but out of them all, the Lord delivered me. Say out of them all. Tough times, right? Tough times come. But the Lord will deliver you out of them all. And I say that because when tough time comes, you shouldn't get surprised. Amen. It's just an opportunity to show that your faith is real and set on him. Amen. You heard the saying, tough times don't last, but tough people do. It sounds cheesy, right? Sounds a little cheesy. But not in our own strength, in him and in the power of his might. But out of them all, the Lord delivered me. I love that. Yeah, and all that will live godly in Christ, Jesus, shall suffer persecution. But evil men and seducers 
shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. He says, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them or who has taught them to you. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures. Say the holy scriptures. Which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. The scripture is able to make you wise unto salvation, which salvation is zozo, wholeness in every area of your life. That's the whole pie. Amen. And then verse 16, I wanted to get here. All scripture, all scripture, say all scripture. Not some, all, not the ones you like and the ones you don't like. Mm. Remember, the, the Bible is not like a bag of Skittles. You take the colors you want and throw away the ones you don't want. It says all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Of who? Of God. And is profitable. We can stop right there profitable all scripture is given by inspiration of God and it's profitable I want you to say profitable say profitable three times how many of you like profit because profit is gain right we can stop right there and it says, for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, mature. That's what perfect is. Thruly furnish unto all good work. I want to talk to you this morning about the profitability, profitability, excuse my English, profitability of the word. The profitability of the word I want you to say that the profitability of the word all scripture is given by inspiration of God and it is profitable that word gets me like I just stopped right there profitable profitable is beneficial effective fruitful Productive, successful. The word of God is profitable. In Isaiah forty eight seventeen, the Bible says, Thus saith the Lord, thy Redeemer. The Holy One of Israel. This is what he said. I am the Lord thy God, which teacheth you to profit. Oh, that's wonderful. Come on, that is, that is awesome. I am the Lord your God. Say, that's my God. 
which teacheth me to profit. To profit is to gain, to harvest. It's surplus. Acquisition, addition for your life. I am the Lord your God, which teacheth you to profit, which leadeth you in the way that you should go. The word of God is loaded for profit unto man. I pray that before you leave out of here, you'll, you'll gain a new hunger for the word of God because you'll know that the word is where it's at. Apart from it, Jesus said, you can't do nothing. Jesus and the word are one. The word of God is loaded. Is the ammo for your gun. Amen. For the authority, for the power that God has put on the inside of you, the word of God is that ammo. That when you have it on the inside of you, it's powerful. It's not good enough just to have a Bible and fail to understand the power and the profitability that it carries for your life. Same thing when you don't understand what it is to come to the house of God. Because you can come and sit. But that's doesn't, not going to do much to you if you don't yield and open up your heart to the word of the Lord. No more that if you have seven Bibles with different translations and they're in your coffee table in the trunk... Or makes your bookshelf look pretty and you never open it. Is that just because you have it don't mean that it's going to gain you. It's going to profit you. But when you take it and ingest it and put it on the inside of you, there is a confidence, a convincing, an assurance that you know that you know that no matter what, you're going to stand and having done all stand. You're going to prevail. You're going to overcome. Failure's not an option. Lack is not an option. Depression is not an option. So carry the Bible, but don't fail to understand what the Bible carries. It's important, people of God. We just don't want to have a lot of word. We want to become the word. Amen. We want the letters to become living on the inside of us because that's where it's at. Look at your neighbor and say, that's where it's at. Tell them, let's start reading the Bible some more. Less complaining and more reading. <laughs> Because what we're complaining about is right there. Like I tell you, you know, you got that, that coffee cup in the morning. And you make your coffee and the coffee cup has the scripture because you have about 10 of those. I can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens me. And then you're drinking your coffee all stressed out of how, what's, what the day holds for you. And, and, and it says right there. 
But you're worried, drinking your coffee with the answer on it. I can do all things through Christ. And you're like, how am I going to do it? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Because <laughs> I got some of those too, and it reminds me every time. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. Today's going to be an amazing day. <laughs> Glory to God. Praise the name of the Lord. It, it's not possible to fully know, understand, and comprehend what the Bible carries and exists as an ordinary person. It's not possible for you to know what the word of God carries to understand and comprehend what the Bible says what it holds what it carries the profitability the gain for your life and yet you still remain as an ordinary person not possible Say, not possible. It puts the life of God on the inside of you. You know, I, I hear you mention, uh, Pastor Jesse, because he works with, uh, um, you know, with, uh, we're in, the, in the hospitals and they do, uh, um, you know, x-rays and all that. And when you go into a, an x-ray department with somebody, they'll make you put on a vest because the radiation of the x-rays can affect you. And you respect that and you put it on because you know that it can affect you if it gets to you, the radiation. How much more respect should we have for the word of God to believe that when, when we encounter it, if it is the life of God, when it gets in us, it's going to affect us in such a way that is going to change us, transform us. You know, the Bible has transformation power. That's why you look at. Let me stick to this for a little bit. So it's not possible to fully know, to understand, to comprehend what the Bible carries and exists as an ordinary person. The Bible may, is supernatural, makes you supernatural. That's why when you begin to encounter it and grow in it, you find yourself being able to do things that you never thought you could do. Can I get a witness? Like, for example, who would have ever thought that you will be sitting here on a Sunday morning? I was telling Perlita when she was testifying at the outreach, I said, did you ever imagine you will be at this apartment complex telling people how Jesus changed your life. You even mentioned that we had went and done an outreach at the apartment complex I used to live at. And now she's a part of spreading the good news of the gospel because the gospel that she encountered has brought transformation into her life that it changes you like transformers it molds you you don't look the same you don't smell the same you don't act the same something happens when the gospel comes into your life powerful and many of you can testify how is it 
that I was like this and now I'm like this. The gospel. The power is in the gospel to transform and makes ordinary people to extraordinary. He'll take your mess and, 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 and make something beautiful out of your life. Amen. Only the gospel, only God can take a nobody and make them into a somebody. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory. Only Jesus. Nothing is impossible to those that believe. That's why don't get, fo get more focused on what the Bible says than on the situation. Because situations are subject to change. But God said, the grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of the Lord is unchanging and it remains forever. Circumstances are subject to change. Everybody knows that, right? But if the enemy can just get you so caught up on your circumstance, because he doesn't want you to see this. That's why I love, you know, one thing I love that preacher Jay said, he says, the gospel is so attractive. It's so attractive. So much that the devil knows that one glimpse of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, it's over. That's why the Bible says that he, the devil blinds the minds of the unbelievers lest they come to know the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ because it's attractive and it removes blindfolds. Hallelujah. And once you get a glimpse of it, you get a glimpse of who you really are and who you were really created to be. And it brings life into you. Life that changes you. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Sylvia, you're back? Royce the Lather. Taking the trailer. Praise God. The Lord's doing amazing things. Hallelujah. Let me share some things with you that the word of the Lord does in your life. Amen. The first thing I'll share with you is that the word of God is the building block to your faith. The word of God is the building block of your faith. Acts 6-7 hear me out amen I'm telling you whatever it is you came for this this morning you're gonna leave out of here with it in the name of Jesus with your answer with your answer amen I don't say that lightly I know I know that if you open up your heart to receive the Lord will do it for you this morning he confirms his word amen in Acts 6-7 it says, and the word of God increased, say increased, and the word of God increased and the number of the disciples multiplied in Jerusalem greatly. And a great company of the priests were obedient to the faith. The word of God increased and it built their faith. And they became obedient to it because of the word of God. The word of God is a building block of your faith. Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by 
the word of God. Hebrews 11.3. These are popular to you here in this house. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed. I like that word framed. By the word of God. Because of the word of God, faith came. And because faith came, we understand that the worlds were framed. Lives, circumstances, situations, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. The word of God framed the world through faith. I tell you this morning, the word of God will frame your life through your faith in God's word. When I think of the world frame, I think of our lives taking shape. Whenever you're going to build a house, it, it, you know, they, they first frame it. Amen. Builders, any builders in the house? Right? They frame it into the, well, after the foundation, but they frame the house of the shape that the house is going to be built into. And you can see just the, the, the boards and, 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 and the shape of the house, but it's not complete. It's just the frame. And when you, the word of God comes into your life, that's what begins to happen in your life. God, through his, your faith in his word, begins to frame your life. Sometimes you see it. Sometimes you don't see it. But you have to believe it, that as you're ingesting the word of God, as you're believing the word of God, God is framing your life into what it should be. Before you know it, you start seeing it. Your life starts taking shape. All of a sudden, there's an addition. All of a sudden, there's a gain. All of a sudden, there's a profit. All of a sudden, there's success. All of a sudden, you never imagined that your life could look the way it looked because of God in your life. Oh, hear me out, people. No matter where you're at, no matter where you come from, if you just gave your life to Jesus yesterday, God can do it for you. Don't sit back and just look at what God is doing at other people. Get in on it. Say, God, I frame me, Lord. Woo. Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible says that the word of God increased. So what's the key? The word of God must increase. And it build their faith. The word of God. It's not possible to be word-filled and be faithless. The presence of the word in your life equals the presence of faith. And when the faith of God is in you, all things are possible. When faith hits you, It hits you. And it allows you to not miss that which God has for you. It allows you 
Like the Bible says, the kingdom of God suffered violence, but violent people take what belongs to them by faith. You just don't sit there and wait on God in a sense that you already know that God gave you everything you're ever going to need. You rise up and you get up like the four lepers that said, why sit we here and die? Why should we sit here and die? If we go back, we're going to starve because there's, there's a, a, a whatever. And if we go ahead, we might get killed because the enemy is out there. But who knows, they said, that if when we go, something can happen. What gave them that courage? What gave them that ability to say enough is enough? We're not going to sit here and die. We're not going to just sit here and do nothing. We're going to rise up. We're going to get up. We're going to go forward. And as they did that, God showed up in their lives. As the moment that they decided to get up, you see the key is the moment that you rise up in faith and begin to do something about it. Some of you might have not wanted to be here this morning, but you got up. There Maybe there's a lot of things going on at home, but you got up. Maybe you don't understand how it's going to work out for you, but you got up. Maybe you're facing a difficult situation and you don't know how it's all going to work out in your favor, but you got up. And the very fact that you got up, God says, I'm already doing it for you. He is going before you and he's making every crooked path straight. If he did it for the four lepers, he will surely do it for you. You see, as they started walking forward, the Bible says that God caused confusion in the enemy's camp. And they started fighting with each other. And by the time the le four lepers got there, they got there to get the plunder. They didn't have fight nobody. They didn't have to work it out for themselves. All they need, had to do was get up and go. All you got to do is get up and go. Run towards God, not away from him. Because he loves you and he has a wonderful plan for your life. But you got to go in the strength of the word. I know my God will take care of me. I know my God is working it out for my good. Because the Bible says that all things work together for the good to those that love God and are called according to his purpose. And I love God. And I love him and I'm called according to his purpose. He's working it out. Look at your neighbor and say, he's working it out for my good. As I sit here this morning and open my heart to receive from the Lord. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, hallelujah. Some of you are going to come back with your testimonies. Glory to God. With the report, God worked it out for my good. And I, as I did what the Bible says to do, to trust him. As I, as I got up from my pity party and took God at his word and began to serve him, to offer him the, 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 the offering of praise. As I brought my seed with tears, I should go with rejoicing and dancing. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Whoo. You see, it's never an issue problem. It's all just a word problem. Because when you get the word of God on whatever issue, that's the solution. Did you hear me? Isn't it, wasn't it R.W. Schambach that says, you don't have 
You don't have a problem. All you need is faith in God. You don't have any problem. All you need is faith in God. Let me say that again because somebody needs to receive that this morning. You don't have a problem, trouble. All you need is faith in God. And faith comes through his word. And when you get it, you get the solution. Problem solved. Issue solved. Fight resolved. Attack backed off. Jesus. It's real. It's real. You shall see it with your eyes. Hallelujah. It's real. The word of God builds you. It builds your faith in God, your assurance, your confidence, your ability to stand. The word of God instills in you a mighty boldness, a mighty confidence that you're like the proverb says, like a lion, the lion which turned away for no one. Boldness, confidence. For what reason? To confront and to collapse the different challenges of life. The word of God instills on the inside of you a mighty boldness, a mighty confidence that comes from God. Like the Bible says, this is the confidence, the assurance that I have in him that whatever I ask according to his will, to his word, I know he hears me. And because I know that he hears me, I know that 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 I have the answer to my petition. And if I know that I have it, <laughs> if you know that you have it, if I know that I have it, then there's a joy that comes into my life that says, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you're worthy of all the glory and all the honor. It makes me want to shout, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, you're worthy. It makes you want to shout. It makes you want to shout because this is my confidence. It came from God. It didn't come from man. It came from God and God changes not. He says, have I not said it? Shall I not do it? If I have spoken, I will bring it to pass. That makes you want to shout because you know God is unchanging. You know, you know that you know it's done. This is the confidence, the assurance, faith in God that comes through his word makes you solid. It makes you a person that knows, I know, my, not only that God is able, but that he will do it unto me. 
I know not only that God can do it, but I know that he will do it for me. I know that God will do it for me. I know that God will do it for me. Do you know, Olga, that God will do it for you? Do you know that God will do it for you? I know Gabriel knows God will do it for him. Well, what is he going to do, Pastor Sandy? That's the problem. You got to know. You got to pick up that Bible. The Lord has done great things. Life, you know, in salvation is everything. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life. Not, 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 not. I go to church. I read my Bible. God is good. Praise the Lord. God bless you, brother. I'm highly favored by the Lord. I'm strong in the Lord. No, 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 no. Vibrant. Hopeful. With an expectation. Life, Zoe. The life of Jesus in your life that has sprung up hope. Assurance. God, you brought me out. If it hadn't been for you, I never would have made it without you. Can't sing too much because the anointing leaves. But <laughs> but you get me. It's not religion. It's, an, it's encountering Jesus through the life, his word. It, 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 that's why in the Bible you can read where the man of God, the woman of God that said, God, your word is unto me even more than the necessity of natural food for the body. Oh, taste and see, the Bible says, that the Lord is good. Hallelujah. It's not ordinary. You are ordinary, but when Jesus comes into your life, he puts that extra on you and makes you extraordinary. Hallelujah. You're not like everybody here in this world. Because you, you know I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. You don't, you don't. You. <laughs> the word of God instills in you boldness and confidence to confront. To confront and to crush collapse the challenges of life are you with me in mark eleven twenty two, in the nlt it says have faith in god or have the faith of god you can't you can't you know i was talking to somebody and they're they you know they they, they teach a, at a church and they, 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 could, they could tell you some of the word, but, 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 I, but I, I, it just came out of mouth. And I said, do you read your Bible? And they said, no, because I don't even know where to start. And I thought, how? My God. How is that even possible? I said, start by opening it up. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You can't. You know, you got to open the word. 
you got to let it shine on you. you got to get it on the inside of you. Faith coming by hearing, not having heard. It don't matter how much word you heard. you got to keep hearing it and hearing it and hearing it and hearing it. Hallelujah. There's power in fresh manna, fresh word, fresh bread. Hallelujah. Have faith in God. Then he says, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, mountain, challenges, oppositions. Anybody gone through some of those lately? Don't say nothing. Okay, well, you said it. But just like they come, they got to go. But you have to rise up. You have to rise up. I said you have to rise up in the authority that has been given to you by the word of God. I tell you the truth. You can say to this mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea. And it will happen. It will happen. Faith is the assurance, the title deed. The confidence, the I know that I know that I know that God's word is true. I tell you the truth, Jesus said. You can say to this mountain, be lifted up and moved out of my way. And that mountain, that challenge, that opposition, Jesus himself said, it will happen. It will happen. Some of you are waiting to see if it would happen. You need to turn the corner already and know that it already happened. It will happen. Because you have dared to believe what God's word said. That has been your assurance. You open your mouth. You declared it. And in the name of Jesus, God is going to confirm it for you. Some of you are like. And that's why nothing happening. Because you sit and you're, you're waiting. You haven't received it yet. If I know that it happened, it happened. If I know that it happened, it happened. It's done. Say, it's done. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But, 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 but no. It's done. In the name of Jesus. It's done. In the name of Jesus, I spoke to it, and I told it to go in the name of Jesus. I'm not, I'm going to go home, I'm going to sleep. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let it occupy my mind. It's done. Say, it's done. Turn the corner. I'm telling you, God is, God is going to be glorified through your life. It's going to be for his glory. Listen, challenges of life. They're for the believer, you know, you heard this quote. It's scripture to be challenged, but it's unscriptural to be defeated. You have to believe that defeat is not your portion. So no matter what is happening, you have authority in the name of Jesus to open your mouth in faith in God's word and through his word and tell it to go. And it shall obey you. It will happen. Turn the corner. Stop observing the situation. 
Turn the corner. That, that's your, you know, there, there's a confidence. There's a faith. There's a, I'm convinced. I'm convinced. That's not magic. Faith is not magic. It's a con being convinced that God is who God says he is. He can do what he says he could do. That his word is truth. And let God's word be truth and every man a lie. That means if God said something, it doesn't matter who else is saying something else. Because there's a lot being said. But let God's word be truth in every area. And then you get in on that truth. Let it permeate, saturate. Penetrate from the top of your head to the soles of your feet to everything that squeezes out of you is what thus said the Lord about you. If that tia chismosa calls you to try to talk about the situation, she's just being nosy. Don't get in on that conversation. Don't start talking negative. You begin to say, let me tell you what God spoke to me. Or that sister in Christ. That's acting like they're concerned about you, but all they want to do is get you to talk the situation. Nah, sister, what situation? You didn't see me at the altar the other day? It left. I don't go. You want to know about it? Go talk to God. He has it. Because I did what the Bible says, cast all my cares upon the Lord because he cares for me watchfully and affectionately. So I, don't, I left it, sister. Why, have you, why are you still carrying it? But you, the Bible says, must really believe it. You must re that, that means you got to be convinced. Say convinced. Convinced is like Dr. Oral Roberts would say. I know that I know that I know that I know. Well, how do you know? I know. I don't know it here. I know it here in my spirit. I know. I know healing is mine. I know provision is mine. I know I can expect what God says in his word. I know that I know that I know. I know. I know. I just know. It's like blind Barnabas. Well, who healed you? How did he do it? When did he do it? I don't know. People want a, like, a, like an explanation of like a natural Jesus. All I can tell you, man, my life was messed up. But when I was exposed to the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ, not religion. Religion stinks. Not, not just, uh, you know, a church and a, a little cute service. No, 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 no. I was exposed to the glorious gospel that the devil had me so blinded so blinded he didn't want me to see it but guess what sister guess what brother I seen it I seen it because I heard it anointed I heard it with power and guess what I could see I could see I've now I know I know why I'm here now I know God has a plan for me now I know my life doesn't have to turn up like the devil was lying to me and told me it was gonna have to be no now now I know now I know well well how the gospel. Where? The church. The street. I heard it. It came to me. I was blind, but now I can see. 
but you must really believe it. It will happen. If you really believe it, the gospel, the word, that's why get word up. Get word up more, more than ever in your life. You need, let me tell you something. I don't care if you think you're good. You're not good without Jesus. Without the word, you're not good. You, you think you're good because you might have this, you might have that, but all those things will be taken away from you. And more than ever, you need to load up. You know? Some of you are loading up with more food in your pantry than storing up on rice. and That's fine. But I'm telling you, load up in the word. There's a, a, a man I got that said, put the word of God in you when you don't need it. So when they, you do need it, it's there. Because you're, you're going to need it. You're going to need it. Amen. And during the storm is not when you need to start boarding and framing your house. It might not survive the storm. Amen. Preparation is preparation. And then stay ready. Stay ready. Because you're going to be the reason when all things are not how they should be, it'll be good for you. And you're going to be the reason why somebody, it'll be good for somebody else. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Boldness to confront any challenge. Confidence to speak to it and watch it collapse. The word builds your faith in God that makes you unmovable and makes you unshakable. You shall remain unmovable and you shall remain unshakable all the days of your life as you ground yourself upon the rock of the word of God, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Can you help me out here, babe? Pastor Jesse got cold, but then he turned it back on, please. Feel the drip. <laughs> Glory to God. The word of God. It is the word that gives you the boldness, the confidence, and the fire to confront and to crush. To confront the bible says we are not of those that draw back no we are those that keep going until the end but we can't do it without being grounded and settled and continue in our faith in god when we do we have a boldness and a confidence and a fire in us because the Bible says the word of God is like a fire shut up in our bones hallelujah glory be to God to confront and to crush any challenge say any challenge any challenge 
There's something about having put the word of God on the inside of you and then a, a, a trial comes in your life. It's almost like, like there, that, that, that confidence arises on the inside of you because you know you're you ready. You know you're ready, right? There's a confidence that you know, I, I got what it takes. I just read it in the word of the Lord. And at, and at that moment, it's like what you do at that point of decision is going to determine how your outcome is going to be. If you're going to yield to the spirit of God, to yield to the word, to do what God says to do in the midst of, of trials. Or if you're going to bend, if you're going to allow the trials to look so big in your life because they come in many ways and many forms. And I'm not trying to get you trial minded. I'm trying to get you. You got the victory in the word of God. Amen. It, it, you know, and so, so what you do at that point is going to matter. You know, even the Bible says, if your hearts condemn you not, then you have confidence before God. You see, because when you know you've been, you've been eating the word of God, then you, you know it's in you. It's like if the teacher said, on Monday, on Friday, we're going to have a test. And how many of you know they'll give you the words? This is a spelling bee that you're going to have. Study the words because come Friday, you're going to have a test and you're not going to be able to see the words. So you're preparing yourself. And even the teacher helps you. Even, even at that point, you can communicate with the teacher. But how many of you know that when the testing time comes, you can't see the words and the teacher's not going to answer your questions because the teacher knows that she has equipped you with everything and prepared you to be able to pass the test that's the same thing with God when you he gives you the word he gives you the answers and when you take time to put it on the inside of you sometimes at the moment of of trials of challenges it sometimes it seems like God is not talking to you like God is ignoring you like God I don't hear you but God is saying it's inside of you it's in you You got it. It's, look in here. It's in you. It's there. Throw it out. Throw it out. You got it in you. It's in you. And then you realize because of the help of the Holy Spirit, man, I, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. It starts coming to you. Oh, God, you did say this. You did tell me this. And, and then guess what happens? You pass the test. Isn't it wonderful? Hallelujah. Glory to God. The word of God is a faith builder. Jesus. That's just number one. So glad my dad is here. Praise the name of the Lord. The word of God is both life and world transformer. The word of God is both life and world transformer. You can read many books, but the only book that has transforming power is the Bible. It transforms individuals' lives. How many of you can say, my life has been transformed? My life has been changed. Not only did your life change, but the direction of your life changed. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about it. 
not only does your life changes, transforms, but it also transforms your world. Like you're in this world, but you're not of this world. The, there's a system of this world, but you live by the kingdom of God system. Amen. And that system does not fail. Are you with me? That system does not fail. The systems of the world fail, but the system of God, the government of God does not fail. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It has transformation, power in the lives of people, in your world, your, 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 the direction of your world. Look at the Apostle Paul. He was going a direction. He was living a certain life that he thought was right. Like a lot of us were. We thought we're right in our own eyes. This is what I'm supposed to be doing until he had an encounter with Jesus. Until he met Jesus on the road to Damascus. It changed his life forever. He was able to see. It changed his life forever. He knew what he was created for then. He realized that God had a purpose for him. That even before he was born, God knew him and chose him. Hallelujah. He was going one direction, but when he had his encounter with Jesus, it not only transformed his life, but it changed the course of his life. Aren't you thankful that God not only transformed your life, but he changed the course of your life? Because you know that where you were headed was straight for destruction. And the Bible says there is a way that seems right to a man. But be careful. The end of it is destruction. It leads to destruction. I don't want to be right in my own eyes. I don't want to be right in my own ways. Ah, I want to be right in the eyes of God. And I want, to be, I want to go the way of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Isaiah 60 verse 1. It says, arise and shine. For your light has come. Who was that light? That Isaiah was talking about. Jesus. When the glorious light of Jesus came. It brought life. The life of God brought light unto men. It was what transformed the lives of people. It brought light into darkness. And the Bible says that darkness comprehended it not that darkness ran with terror the light of Jesus he said arise and shine arise and shine let me read it to you in my favorite translation for this scripture which it is the amplified classic arise from the depression and the prostration in which circumstances have kept you come on it says arise from the depression and prostration in which circumstances have kept you. Rise to new life. That life that only Jesus can give one. Rise to new life. And then it says shine. Shine. Be radiant with the glory of the Lord. For your light has come. And the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. For behold darkness shall cover the earth. And dense darkness all peoples. But the Lord shall arise upon you. When Jesus comes into your life, it not only transforms your life, but it changes the course of your life. Where you will kept down, now the light of Jesus has lifted you up. Woo! 
Oh, glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. In John 1, 1 through 5, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him not anything made that was made. In Him was life. Say life. And the life was the light of man. In Jesus, in the word, is life. And that life is the light of man. Light, the revelation, the enlightenment, is the development of people. Is what gives you, uh, allows you to see. Where you could not see, when the light has shone upon you, now you can see. Where there was confusion, now there is clarity. Where you didn't know what to do, all of a sudden now you know which direction to take. The light is the development of man. The light is the development of Jesus. That's why no matter how prostrated, no matter how down you were, when the light of Jesus comes upon your life, no matter what was holding you down, it breaks off of you and it loses you by the power of the light of God and it lifts you up. When you could never get out of yourself, the gospel does it for you. The light of Jesus, the word of God lifts you up and enables you to rise up from the circumstances, from the prostrations in which life have kept you. You don't like where you're at? Receive the light of Jesus Christ tonight and rise up from whatever has kept you down. Whether it be depression, whether it be sickness, whether it be an addiction, whether it be whatever it is that is keeping you down this morning, you can be lifted up in the name of Jesus Christ. If you determine it within yourself to receive it. And I'm going to pray in just a minute. Hallelujah. Who's ready to be lifted up? Oh, glory to God. I like the analogy that my sister Myra gave when she was here on, 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 on a Wednesday when she grabbed the mic. And she gave a, a little analogy about how when the light of the gospel comes upon your life, you know, you can be in church, but there's no light. You can be in church and there's no revelation of the word because the revelation doesn't just come casually. You got to hunger after it. You got to go after it. You got to yield to it. Amen. And allow it to come into your life. And when it does, it, a light comes on. And when the light, that's why Jesus said, if you continue in my word, you are my disciples. And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. That light comes on. It's like the lights are off. Do it. She did it. Turn off all the lights. It's like you're in the Word. You're, you know, you're here. You're continuing in the Word. Turn them all off. It's okay. Nobody get up, okay? Turn them all off. And, and you know, and you're seeking the Word. You're, you're digging. You're seeking. You're hungering. You're pressing. And, you know, for a moment, there's really not much clarity. For a moment, maybe, you know, that you can't, you can't understand. You can't really see. You don't have a clear picture. But because you've trusted and you've continued and you yield and you open up your heart, all of a sudden, click. Click, 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 click. <laughs> and then it's like, I know, I can see. I know what I got to do. I know what God is doing. 
It lifts you up. It lifts you up. Hallelujah. It's not God's will for you to give your life to Jesus. He hands you everything you would ever need. Jesus gave his life for us. Gave us his Holy Spirit, his life, his word. So much that we have in the Lord. Prepared a table for us. And yet here we are just struggling. When you gave your life to Jesus, that struggle did not only finish for your life, it was broken out of your life. And all you got to do is grow in it. Growing it, the more you grow in it, the more light will come to you. And the more light comes to you, the more you mature, the stronger you become. Hallelujah. The more you're able to enter into the things that God has for you. But you got to make up your mind to hunger after it, to want it. I'm not just going to be a churchgoer. I'm not just going to belong to a, a, a denomination. I am a son of God. I am a daughter of God. I'm filled with the Holy Spirit and he's given me his life, his word, and he's made me a more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me hallelujah it's not in order for you to be downcast if you are today that can change for you and he will lift you up come on to me all you who are tired and weary and he says, I will give you rest. Rest. Amen. Hallelujah. In him was life, and that life was a development of man. Let me get the worship team up here. I'm going to pray in just a minute. And I'll just say this. Anytime you want part two, you got to come at night. Amen. Because one service is not long enough. But I know and I'm very confident that what needs to be done, it'll be done this morning for you. I, I am confident. Amen. Hallelujah. There's no wasted service. Service is here at the Power Love Church. And every time we're here, mighty things take place. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. The word of God is a lifter. A lifter. The word of God is a lifter. And it upgrades your life. Get away from, I used to be this, but I gave my life to Jesus, and you know, I'm just now nothing. What? No. You might be doing it wrong. The word of God is a lifter and an upgrader. Oh, glory be to God. Thank you. Heavenly Father, glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. He said in his word, is not my word like a fire? A refiner, a purifier. It says, is not my word like a fire? Jeremiah 23, 29 declares the Lord 
and like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces. Does not my word burn like a fire, says the Lord? It is not like a mighty hammer that smashes a rock to pieces. When, let, let me give you another one. Isaiah 64, 8. Yet you, Lord, are our Father. We are the clay. You are the potter. We are all the work of your hand. When you yield yourself in obedience to the word of the Lord, God himself, as the potter, begins to mold your life, to frame your life into what he has designed it to be. And God has created each and every one of you with a special plan. Whether you know it or not, God has designed you with a tailor-made plan just for you. And the more you yield yourself, him as the potter, you as the clay, you allow him to shape your life into what it ought to be. And don't you know that if, because he's such a wonderful father, he's such a loving God, he can be trusted. And the life that he can give you, if you've not discovered, is life like you've never known it. It's life like that you cannot find anywhere else, only through Jesus. Yield yourself unto him by yielding yourself unto his instruction, his word. The word of God is life unto those that find it healing and health to all their flesh. The word of God will lift you. That's why the Bible says in the book of Isaiah, it says those that wait upon the Lord. What does it say? Those that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up. Say up, not down. They shall mount up as wings, as eagles. You know, that's what he said would happen to us. When we yield to him, when we, uh, uh, you know, yield to, to his word, to an obedience unto him, he would lift us up. He consider us that we will be like the eagles, the eagles. One beautiful thing about the eagles is that when they see a storm coming, they fly higher above the storm and they go over the storm. They don't get entangled in the storm. They don't get pushed down through the storm. They don't lose against a storm. They see the storm and they rise up above the storm and they continue undisturbed to continue to do what the Lord has created them to do. That shall be you as you trust and grow in your faith in God. No matter what storm comes your way, you shall in the word of God in you. That's why the Bible says when the enemy comes like a flood, the Spirit of God shall lift up, lift up a standard against him. In you, he will lift you up above the situations or the storms of life. Aren't you thankful for the God that you serve? Aren't you thankful for all that he has given you? Aren't you thankful that he has given you his wonderful holy word and his Holy Spirit? that he's made you more than a conqueror in 
Christ Jesus. Glory be to God. Let's pray. others that are continuing the word of God arrest and dispels fear and cowardice the word of God is a sustainer of hope the word of God is a tonic for joy the word of God is the depot of wisdom how many of you want to hear that father we thank you for these your people that walked into this place Lord I thank you Lord that not one is here by accident but they are here by your divine appointment Lord and I thank you Lord that as they have come here that even by now Lord their hearts have been opened to receive from you Lord to encounter your love Lord your presence I thank you Lord as they have determined to open up their hearts I thank you that you have even begun to do the work in their lives that faith has arised in them towards you Lord thank you Lord for all that you've done all that you're doing and all that you're going to continue to do before I dismiss this morning I want to do something we never we always do here at the Power of Love Church and that's give you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of your life 